Susie's. <laughs> Could you tell me what that is, please? <laughs> Actually, I did notice how British Susie sounded. <laughs> Which I'm not <laughs> laughing at Susie sounding British. <laughs> Clearly I am. Sorry, Susie. Um, but yeah, the British accent just sounds more British, I think, when, when it's it was recorded. recorded. Yeah. Really? I, I think so, yeah. What about the yeah. Australian accent? More so. Do I sound really Aussie ocker? No, I, I don't then. think so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only when you really try hard. I don't really, haven't really heard the phrase Aussie ocker, but I think I know what you mean. But no, I don't think so. Okay. It's kind of soft Aussie. Not like really strong twangy or anything. Like that. Soft Aussie, but loud. Are you shouting? <laughs> <laughs> we can do shouting if you like. This podcast will be recorded in our shouting voices. <laughs> do you know once... And then put on to mute. <laughs> yeah. One, one of my friends and I played this stupid game because we're idiots. And we had to speak all day in pilot voice, which is, uh, yep, we'll be uh, commencing our podcast in just shy <laughs> of three minutes. Or oh, that was a little bit radio DJ, but... Y- y- I would y- fail after about a nanosecond <laughs> and just be, I haven't got anything to say in pilot voice. <laughs> but you just, you just add... four uh, on a trucker voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I don't like pilot, pilot, no fail. No, but y- yeah, it's not about, you don't need any, te- you just need to put uh, in between everything that you say. Uh, we're here about to podcast. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just sound like I'm clearing my throat. Yeah, uh, or yeah, dying. Your shit at pilot voice. Don't die. Dying pilot. Sorry. Um, guess what? We are actually recording right now. Notification coming through? Yeah, yeah I just turned <laughs> that off. I just said to you, can you please make sure your phone's off? And I haven't turned mine off. Can I do a water slurp? Do, do, you, want th- do you want those? Yeah, please. Yeah. Good Thanks. water out of the tap, that. Yeah. We're actually we're, we're in Kona at the moment and I've just cracked a beer, but you're, what, two and a half weeks out from the big race, so you can't drink. Yeah, I'm not on the beers. I'm never on the beers. It's not really much to do with being here for Kona. I just don't drink a lot of beer. Not a beer person? Not particularly a beer person. What no. do you? I kind of stopped the beers round about when I left university, probably. <laughs> I don't think I've had a beer since. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's cool or not. I'm not a cool person, so I'll <laughs> not worry about that for very long. <laughs> what do you Did you ask a question? Y- yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. No, what, do you do? You, do I drink? drink? Yeah, do you have a glass uh, of bread with dinner with a lamb very roast? Very really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. I yeah. I do like wine and various alcoholic beverages, various <laughs> cocktails and. Uh, Liquor, whiskey, brandy variety, but but just I just never drink. Just yeah, okay. It's, yeah, so it's, it's not a judgment. Fe- no, no, no. <laughs> 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 I was worried for a moment there. I was being judged, <laughs> slightly judged, maybe. <laughs> okay, there's a little bit of judgment. A little bit. Of, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah, expected. Okay, when you win a big race. How do you celebrate? I like the way you said when. Yeah. It's like there was almost an if you win, but no, no, when, no, no. when you win. Yeah. Um, nice restaurant, nice food. And yeah, I'll, yeah. Have, I'll have like wine with food and um, nice dinner or something. But yeah. Um, but you're not after party dancing. Yeah. Oh, okay, just, cool. Just not drunk when yeah. I do it. <laughs> or not beard up or, yeah. Actually, no, not that. I can't remember the last after party I did <laughs> from a race. Really? No, just, um, 
Yeah, no, like I like I'll go to the finish line and and do the finish line stuff and yeah. But um, yeah, I like to like if I'm drinking or partying, I'd like to be with my friends and yeah, um, they're not generally at the races. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why that is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so um, drinking with people that I don't know that well, or just after a race, I'm like the body's pretty. Well, my body's usually pretty trashed, and I don't kind of think that pouring alcohol into it is something it would manage to handle particularly <laughs> well. <laughs> I'd just be in a corner, curled up somewhere, just yeah. <laughs> just quivering, just a wreck. Yeah. I don't think you want to see me at an after party having drunk, probably. So yeah, I'll st- I'll stay clear. <laughs> Please don't judge me. <laughs> I won't judge you, but I'll probably... I'm the kind of person that always wants to convince everyone. So I have so... Well, I have fun stone cold sober, but I want everyone to be having as much fun as me. So I'm the person that's like, come on, and I'm shouting random people at the bar because I just want everyone to be... everybody shouts. I can't do shots anymore. I've hit the the age I can't. Is that because you're old? Yeah. Not as old as me, clearly, but uh, yeah. When did you stop doing shots? When did I start? Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Let's not go too far back. Ease up. Let's keep it fairly fairly recent years. When did I stop? Was it a conscious thing? Was it like, that's it, I'm done? Yeah, it was... I don't know if you know, but I got quite sick last year. I say quite sick. It sounds like it's terminal or something, but... I just ended up with... Um, I'm not laughing, by the way. You are. She's pissing herself laughing. <laughs> no, it's just because you said, like, yeah. Anyway, carry on. Well, no, I just, I had... Um, I'm not judging. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, maybe just I was sick because of the amount of shots I've had in the past. No, I ended up with adrenal chronic fatigue and stuff. And um, it was my birthday last year. And I was, I was just, I was sick of being just so exhausted. I just had a really shitty couple of months. Yeah. I was like, screw this. I'm just, I'm having drinks and I don't care. And someone may, made me have a shot. It made, and made, made you, me. really? Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was not so well. From about 8 p.m. I was done. I what was we, very, what very... Shots of what? I don't even remember. Oh. Probably, actually, I don't remember much after after it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm done. So I'm done, done here. So, so done. <laughs> New chapter. Yep. <laughs> little bit beers so, only yeah <laughs> um so we're about five minutes into this podcast and i haven't actually even introduced you <laughs> hi everybody this is mystery caller yeah. <laughs> she is talking randomly about shots and she's in kona see if you can guess who she is i like that game you one thing you need to move a little bit closer to the microphone please just a touch i'm, I'm actually can i move the microphone closer to me no is that it's similar? yeah that's fine is that similar? <laughs> well, I know it's similar, but <laughs> you might have dodgy connections or something. Is that is that close enough now? Yeah, that's much yeah. better. Because I'm sort you. of perched on this bench, which obviously you can't see, but um, if I was to move on the bench, I'd be less comfortable. So I'll move the microphone ah, close to me. Okay, yeah. such a princess. <laughs> that's the second time I've actually been princess today. Because yeah. the first time I met Steph at the pool um, and uh, I needed to change my swim hat because the one I was wearing was uncomfortable. So I li- literally, I just stopped at the end of the lane, realised it was Steph, took my swim hot hat off and then pretty much threw it. I, tr- I was trying to throw it towards the bleachers where my bag was. But and triathletes can't throw. I did a very poor throw and it landed about maybe a foot and a half away from the edge of the pool, round about Steph's feet. And she was like, oh, thanks for that, princess. <laughs> so there we go. 
princess yeah. for the second time yeah. of the day. You've been hard work today, <coughs> for sure. Quite possibly quite true. <laughs> um, now, I've, I've been saying your name. I didn't think your name was a hard name to say until today when you were talking in the third... Is it talking in the third person? When you're like... Uh, talking about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you say, Steph is hungry today. That's third person, right? Yeah, speaking in the third person. I yeah. Think, yeah. Um, you, you were just telling a story and you went... And anyway, everyone, I've been calling you Corinne Abraham since I met you. And not once have you corrected me. <laughs> How do you actually say your name? Corin. 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 Yeah. Corin. 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 Bingo. <laughs> we'll go with that. Am I getting Abraham right? Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you had it right. D- ignore how I just said it. It's just Abraham. Yeah. Corin Abraham. No, Corin Abraham. Corin Abraham. No, Corin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Since you've asked me, repeat after me. Okay, you say your name and I'm going to repeat it. Corin. Corin. I sound really stern now. Say you Corin. Do. You look real angry too. Yeah. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> Corin. Corin. Your eyebrows <laughs> raise up. Corin. Abraham. Corin. Abraham. Nice intonation. <laughs> um. So we. <laughs> oh yeah, but um. Yeah. So people quite often get Corin, 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 uh, Corin, Corin. Um, yeah, which drives my friends a little crazy sometimes. But, well, yeah. p- again, depends on wh- who's saying it, but normally if it's like an announcement on Iron Man Live or a uh, race commentator or something, um, again, they have, you know, maybe I haven't gone through the elocution of <laughs> the <laughs> pronunciation <laughs> of my name with them beforehand. Um, so, yeah, after the race, um, maybe a friend has contacted me and said, why don't they know how to say your name properly? It's like, wow. There aren't a lot of Corin Abrahams in the world. I think it's important, though, for people to get it right. And I I do really try to get names right. Sometimes, actually, names are really hard just to say. But (laughs) we nailed it with Steph. (laughs) But then people spell it wrong, don't they? Oh, my God. It does my head in. Mm -hmm. Because my my, uh, email address is just Steph at WitsUp. My email address used to be, we may have even spoken about this on a podcast before, but it used to be Steph at Steph Hansen Training. So it was mentioned twice in an email and people would still reply with a PH. I don't know. I, I, I did, I must admit, I've done a similar thing. And you'd think with a name like Corin, you'd, yeah, and, and generally I do pay more you know, attention to try and get it right. Um, but I did send Lindsay Corbin an email once and then sent her a second email and said, yes, yeah, sorry about the spelling of your name. I do apologise. Was there a D in there? Who knows? Did I put a D or yeah. is there a D? Did, no, did you put a D in yes, there? Yes, I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. Lindsay. Yeah. I, instead of Lindsay. Yeah, she's very kind and said, don't worry about it. She could have said, <laughs> idiot. But no, she was very kind. <laughs> she is very lovely. Maybe she appreciated me writing again just to apologise. <laughs> yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on? <laughs> Probably. It's a good 11 minutes now. Um, and uh, we spoke about this beforehand, that this podcast actually isn't really about triathlon and I don't think we actually have touched on triathlon yet. No. But we are in Kona and it'd be silly for us not to have a very quick chat 
about Kona. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, actually not so much Kona, but just about triathlon. And then we'll move on quickly because okay. we've got plenty of other things to talk about. I've done some, you know, really solid research. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Carry on. Yeah. So let's talk about um, uh, we uh, just so everyone knows, you and I were hanging out for the most part of today while I was doing some filming for the Wahini Warriors, which by the time this is published, people would have seen and, you know, Lots of thousands of likes. They'll be going back to see it again. Totally. Right now. Absolutely. Press pause on the podcast. Go back and watch the video. Give you a bit more of an idea of what Corin's about. If you don't have it, the site bookmarked already, we'll maybe bookmark it while you're there. So good. you can find it next time. Good. Yep. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we've been hanging out all day, having good chats. I thought they were good chats. Thanks. <laughs> That's reassuring. <laughs> we've been hanging out all day. Talking. A lot of talking, <laughs> You've been very very <laughs> But um, we were talking Steph a lot was about enjoying the chats. That's good. Yeah, and I've got a very high level of chattitude, chatability, chatability, chattitude is high. Anyway, I don't even know how to respond. <laughs> just let, I'll just let you keep talking. <laughs> it's all right. It's working in De- my demonstrate head. your chatability. <laughs> skills um no, no no and we were talking about um how the past 12 months for you have been a great t- past 12 months considering the couple of years leading into that 12 months this is a really bad explanation let's start that again for a couple of years you were injured for quite some time but the last 12 months you have been relatively injury free enjoying triathlon again getting back you know on podiums and stuff you've had a few seconds that's correct i might have mentioned those a couple of yeah. times um so talk me through what it's like having to get over some some injuries that really did set you back for quite some time yeah so i managed to injure myself quite significantly i didn't go for the not that i had not that i chose my kind of injury but um they weren't little niggles they weren't um uh yeah they were big fractures like i fractured my sacrum and then i fractured my femur um and then i had uh, actually similar to lindsay corbin i had um a lesser trochanter um it, it wasn't a fracture but it was inflammation that w- had i kept training on it would have led to a stress fracture um but these these they just didn't heal quickly and typically stress fractures don't heal quickly anyway um and so each one basically took me out for nearly nearly the whole year or nearly the whole season um well in 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 racing terms so i didn't race much for 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 those three years but i what i did do in each of those years was manage to pull out a very good race um so I managed the first year, I think I won. Um, yeah, so I ran one Frankfurt after coming back from my sacrum stress fracture. And then um, I won Cozumel um, after the femur stress fracture. And um, so, yeah, I mean, the, so I always felt like I I was still able to train to some degree. Um, and I was able to sort of keep, I was still being a triathlete, I was still being a professional triathlete, um, even, and I think some people, if you're not racing, are you still being a professional? Well, mm. well, yeah, you're still training, you're still recovering, you're still rehabbing, you're still prehabbing, you're still doing strength work, you're still doing everything you can mm. to ensure that by the time your injury or your bone has healed, you are then in, you know, reasonable shape to, to 
progress your training. It's not like you suddenly start training again. You've been training all that time. Um, that's what being a professional athlete is. is mm. you know, it, and, and of course, there are some injuries where you just down tools completely or you have to down tools completely, um, maybe with uh, sort, of my, sort of endocrine sort of or adrenal stuff like, like you, you've had yourself. And it, you literally can't train. But for a lot of sort of more, I guess, physical bone or muscular related injuries there's still other kinds of training that you yeah. can do anyway before I rabble on too much about injuries so I was still able to keep training um and I was able to um come back and and race a race and and do well at that race fortunately um but I always felt like I was um you're, you're you're sort of grasping at it really mm. you're you're trying to bring your fitness back as quickly as possible you're trying to get into a race in in a sort of a good shape um or the best shape that you can in the limited time available to you and um <clears throat> it's never an ideal training structure because you're you, you're you're grasping at it basically you you need you need to race because that's what you know your sponsors need you to do um but you're trying to sort of accelerate the process to be there and you, and you can't do that with training yeah. <laughs> um and I think that's why I had sort of up down up down up down um and then this year um we decided sort of probably maybe well we decided, decided at the end of last year that I wouldn't race early in the season I initially I thought oh yeah it'd be good to do South Africa um and then Brett said well every other year when you've had something early in the calendar as soon as I have like a key race for me in the calendar like that's it I'm I'm focused on that race then and I want to be the best I can be for that race and I want to be um in contention for the win you know I I'm I'm haven't been there just to um make up the numbers yeah. or sort of as a training race and such and he said no actually this year I want you just training I want you I want you to be using your races as training and I want you to be basically just getting fit enough to train again because always in previous years you've been trying to get race fit when actually you've not actually been training fit in oh, to wow. begin with. So, which which makes good. Like I said, I've, I always felt like I was sort of grasping at the at the race fitness, and when yeah. when basically I was you know not strong enough to sustain sort of long periods of of training. Um, so so yeah, we just took a different approach this year, and it meant that I it, it keeps you humble when you're. Mm. not at the pointy end <laughs> um, yeah, which yeah. I wasn't early season yeah. um and completely changed my training because I was rolling in and out of races every, for a period of time uh like every weekend or every other weekend um and all my training before has been structured in the sense of you know, long ride, long run, um, you know, you've got speed set, tempo set. You, you can sort of see a structure to your training week in, week out, or sort yeah. of cycles. Um, but when you're rolling in and out of a race, it's it's, it's completely different. Um, you know, you're tapering, you're, you're recovering, you're tapering, you're recovering. And I, I had no idea, basically, where the, the structure was in, yeah. my, in my training. So... Um, but it's worked, you know. It's 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 worked. I'm now good training, fit, good level of training fitness, <laughs> um, and yeah, somewhere along the way, you know, I've, I've I've raced, I've raced okay this year. So yeah, um, yeah, just just keep working on it and stay stay fit, stay healthy, and um, 
yeah, use yeah, continue to to use try and use the races as not always as as a races yeah. and sort of key and not feel that I have to be in peak peak performance shape for for these races I just yeah. it, it just hasn't worked well for me in the past so yeah um maybe that'll change now that I've got a good level of training fitness yeah. under my belt yeah. <laughs> I'm a good block shall we say like a hot you know best part of a year of um being in good physical condition so yeah we'll see we'll see where it goes from here and do you feel though do you feel happier like do, because that um for want of a better term but that pressure's off you a little bit does it make you feel a little bit more relaxed going into races and enjoying it a little bit more or yes I mean it, especially early season so I was I did uh yeah it's like 70.3 Grand Canaria and I was in no kind of shape for that it was it, um it, and yeah it takes the pressure off I mean on, on one hand it does because like I know that you still want to get the best out of yourself on race day it's yeah. um you're still pushing yourself and it still hurts actually just as much if not more because you've not in yeah. great shape yeah. <laughs> um done a few of those and it's, time. Yeah. and it's and it's you know it's it's humbling when you're when you're at the back or when you're you're, you're nowhere near the podium and um but at the same time yeah it's it is it can be quite liberating and um you get to if it's not a, uh, a points race, it's not. So you're not looking for Kona ranking points. Um, if it's a challenge race, or if it's like the Lava Man or something in Lanzarote, yeah, I mean you can you can afford to enjoy racing again, and yeah. and that's been. I raced at the end of last year. I did Miami Man, um, again non-branded race um, in Miami, <laughs> and um, what? funnily enough, mind blown. Just yeah, <laughs> fancy that. Um, and it's just a it, it's just a different feeling. Mm. Um, you've still got to balance that. Obviously, you've got a response as a professional athlete. You've got a responsibility towards the sponsors. They they pay you yeah. to be performing well, um, and you know not finishing ninth or whatever. Um, but at the same time, there's not the sponsor has to recognize but but you're not always different athletes approach things different ways yeah. like marino will always go to a race to win um yeah. and that's what i've done previously as well um but it just couldn't I, yeah the season wasn't going to work that way for me so yeah. um yeah you have to still balance the the needs of the sponsors to yeah. see you performing well yeah um but again i mean it, the sponsors aren't always looking for you to be on the top of the podium. They want you to be profile. They want you to yeah. have things on social media. They want you to, um, yeah, it's not just about being on the podium. That helps. But if you mm. can build your profile in other ways as well, build the profile of the team mm. or the sponsor, then that's as valuable, if not more valuable to them as, yeah, coming second or third yeah. um, on the podium. So, so, so in, sorry to interrupt, but in the same vein and, this is coming from, I guess, a just a fr from my point of view being media, and I don't know what the answer is, but I'm interested to hear what you think. You, you know, if an athlete comes into a race and they're being interviewed pre-race, do you like how much how how much can you be honest with the media? Like, there's I, I assume yeah. there's always got to be a little bit that you've got to hold back from the media because you can't 
I, I don't know. Like you're, you're professional. You're yeah. if you don't. Absolutely. Like if yeah. you say, look, I'm not race fit, I'm not feeling that great, then people are like, oh, well, she's already making excuses. Or yeah. if you go and you say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I want to win. and You're you, blatantly not going to be in that not, kind of yeah. a Then shape. people think you're arrogant. Like I don't, I don't know what the answer is, yeah. but I'm interested to hear what – how you would approach it yeah for, for, i mean for for some like, like I, again you try and maybe think about not not divert re-diverting the question but um just just talking about what a great race opportunity it is so you know using the race because of where it is and um racing in this environment and um early season races and you know the the, the field is probably still good so it's it's is still an opportunity to race and use, you know, build race skills early in the season and, th- and that kind of yeah, thing. Okay. So, um, make it positive. You oh, know yeah, what I mean? yeah. About, I'm yeah. working on these kind of things as opposed to I'm not oh. good in these things at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, right. Um, That's a good tip. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just still trying to. Yeah, offer something that's that's interesting to listen to because that's what the media needs and that's what people want to listen to is yeah. not necessarily the stock answer of uh, yeah I'm here to win da 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 yeah. or yeah yeah um I, I, somebody did say I don't know if it was directed at me but there was um I think somewhere in my block of training races um there was some twitter noise about um somebody some somebody said I don't remember who it was but somebody said something about um stop calling it a training race um yeah. if if you fell short then you have to own it or there is something along those lines yeah which I which I totally agree with you you, you can't just turn up and then have a you know a not a very good day and say ah, it's just training but yeah. but actually <laughs> I mean if they are training races for you then then yeah, yeah you, you you can you can you can say that you can be honest about that and yeah i think uh, if people think that you're not being honest about it well then you know you can't really control that but um i think a lot of age groupers as well not just pro triathletes but um it, it's important to remember that that the races are supposed to be fun yeah <laughs> i mean it, it and it's particularly for the age groupers um y- you know you, you do it as a an achievement especially yeah. you know that the longer course races or you want to pb um but actually it's it's a pastime it's it's a way of staying healthy it's a way of staying fit it's a way yeah. of socializing um there's so much more to it than where you finished in yeah. ranking in your age group or what your finish time was um so again yeah i've just i've been trying to remember those things this year as well yeah um, oh, that's that right. triathlon what the question was. offers more than <laughs> than just ranking points or <laughs> qualifying. Um, so it's been yeah, it's been quite liberating this year to be able to to race with that in mind. Yeah, which I haven't been able to do so much in previous years. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's way too much triathlon talk now. Okay, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, I do want to talk. Is there a fine part for mentioning <laughs> triathlon or something? <laughs> You get a fine for mentioning triathlon. I'll get a fine for swearing. And then we'll pull all that money. Are you a big swearer? I, I don't mind an F-bomb. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't noticed you being completely potty-mouthed really? <laughs> throughout the day. No, not at all. I do. I, I, do you know what I was about, I haven't to, <gasps> I was about to stop myself? face. And then I realised that it's my fucking podcast. I can say whatever you can I say want. say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I like swearing. because Well, swearing to me... I'm quite a, but I talk with my hands and I'm very animated 
And swearing is a way of me being verbally animated. Oh. I made that up on the spot just then. It's genius. I'm impressed with that. <laughs> <laughs> or as my mum would say or dad would say or somebody more eloquent would say. Um, yeah, use other words <laughs> to express yourself. <laughs> I don't think my mum or dad has ever said that to me, but the, the, yeah. Are you a potty <laughs> mouth? Sometimes when I do swear, I kind of think, he didn't need to say that. Chastise <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Just> myself. <laughs> um, no, like not so much, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also someone that says awesome a lot when it really, like... It's <laughs> average. The toast has <laughs> popped out. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> I, you know, toast. Mm. Yeah. Toast mm. is awesome. Butter. <laughs> I, I do get carried away. I need, I need to, especially being an, an editor, although I guess in the written context, I'm probably a little bit different, but yeah, chatting, I, I get carried yeah, away. Yeah, but at the same time, I think that makes, for somebody who's doing a podcast, <laughs> you need to be animated in, 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 in your vocabulary or in your voice and obviously a monologue, monotone, um, limited <laughs> vocabulary is not going to be particularly entertaining to no, listen true. to, so... Drop those F bombs. <laughs> Keep it interesting. Fucking A. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. I want to talk to you. Um, it was great that we caught up this morning because it's given me a lot of ideas to talk about today. Cool. Um, I, I, I don't want to talk about you. I want to talk about your boyfriend because he's really, he sounds really interesting. <laughs> is that what you're going to say? <laughs> Because he is. He's way more interesting than me, seriously. I've got some really interesting friends. No, seriously. Like, I look around my group of friends and I look around the people that I'm surrounded by and I just think that they're all way more interesting than me. So I can talk about them if you like. I've got a game for you then. Okay. So I'm going to explain it very quickly. Maybe not quickly. I don't do anything quickly. Um, So when I was... This is going to seem like a massive tangent, but bear with me. When I was online dating, pre-husband... Um, I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> Continue. Uh, last month when I was... Um, so I'd go out with... And this is me and my group of, my, uh, my group of friends and, and myself. We would go out with someone and then we'd all chat about it the next day. Standard, you know, everyone does that. But you'd give each man a, a name but a um like a title so um one of the guys was israeli scooter boy he was one of them the other one was um the, oh, the corrupt cop was another one <laughs> that i went out with he's one that my mum set me up with that's a whole different story thanks mum <laughs> but anyway so you get what i mean so what i want you to do Choose some of your friends that you're these interesting friends, and I want to. When you said interesting friends, it's like yeah. (laughs) No, but I want you to give them a title. So, you know, one is one like an astronaut or something. Like I just want to know what you would call them. (laughs) Start with. I'm really. Are you not very creative? I'm really not very creative, but also I'm really, really bad at telling a story. So, or, or telling oh, a joke. I'm one of those people who... Let's get you who, on the podcast faster <laughs> then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Corinne, she sounds like fun. Yeah. Um, Doesn't dream. Yeah, no, I'll be one of those people who will start the story and then just, uh, yeah, no, yeah. How would you... Okay, how so would I you started s- off by saying I've got all these interesting friends. And you're not going to talk about uh, them. And, and, and I don't know how to make them sound interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> but they are genuinely interesting. I actually don't believe people. you. Yeah, well, that's easily done. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about Rob. But he's your—I thought he was your husband. Sorry. Yeah, what sometimes I, I might call him my husband. <laughs> How long have you two been uh, together for? Uh, just be, since just before triathlon, so seven years, maybe two thousand and nine, I think. Yeah. Okay. Where does that put us? Eight years. Yeah. <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> All over it. Not me, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so sometimes... And, and also, I, I think uh, I'm the ripe age of 39, and he's <gasps> a little Gasp. older. Um, and But, uh, yeah, I, I d- f- just feel funny about saying that somebody's your boyfriend. It feels quite teenage. Yeah, at, yeah. At after, I don't know. And then, actually, somebody said to me the other day, well, actually, when you get older, you want to sound younger, so you start referring to them as your boyfriend again. I'm like, oh. It's too confusing. Um, <laughs> partner sounds quite... Yeah. <laughs> Not a fan of partner. Yeah, quite dull. Yeah. Par- they're my partner. Oh, my goodness. My life partner. Uh, oh. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I'm not a fan of the word partner. Um, so and, and, yeah, sometimes um, I think in Switzerland and France as well, people might assume that I'm his wife. Um, yeah. Because why wouldn't you be? And and, and culturally, I think it's yeah, it's okay. like in the UK, people don't get married so much anymore. It's that you know, it's 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 not. Or, well, they do, but um, it's not as expected culturally yeah. as perhaps it was. I don't know, twenty years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. But I th- my sense is that sort of in France and Switzerland is still more traditional in that sense, um, and they ex- or it's just assume perhaps that I'm Rob's wife, yeah. um, and so might refer to me as. Rob's wife or Rob being my husband and so yeah. just nod and go yeah, on with it. Yeah, it's easier not to <laughs> yeah, correct Exactly, them. yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. in my limited French. <laughs> so <laughs> just just nod. Yes, 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 I'm Mrs. Holden. Yes. <laughs> How can we get we- the van fixed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How can we get the van fixed? Well, stuff like that. You know, you're just trying to get things done. Like a, it might be, I don't know, banking or getting the van fixed or getting the plumber to do something or it yeah i mean why would you need to explain to the yeah mechanic or plumber that you're not actually mrs holden it's just not relevant so just let it go and uh, yeah, okay be mrs holden it's fine <laughs> but if you say my name wrong then we're going to have trouble mm-hmm. that's what you would say to them no oh well again <laughs> corin in french corin it's oh, so again french we just let them do that because it's, it's it's actually their name so you know it's a French name. Yeah. Ah. So, Have you got yeah. French lines in your family? No, I think my parents just like the name. Oh, okay. It might have been in a book or something. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you have siblings? Yeah. I have many siblings. Oh, well, many. I'm, I'm one of five. So. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah normally many to most people. Wow. Um, so, yeah, older sister, I'm number two, younger sister, and then twin brothers. So... Yeah, and they've all, not oh. all of them started having children, but my si- my older sister, she has two, so I have a niece and a nephew um, from from her. <laughs> I don't know how that sounds. Um, <laughs> she didn't give them to me, that's for sure. Um, Thank God. Yeah. Uh, grammatically, that came out wrong. Yep. Um, and then also both of my brothers, um, one brother has one uh, baby boy, William, and the other brother has three um, little little ones and... Um, one girl and two boys. So oh I, yeah, I have I have quite a few nieces and nephews. Um, Menagerie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Is that right? Mm, I, I think that's animals. <laughs> Whatever. Kids. So are animals. <laughs> yeah. If we can, maybe don't call them the menagerie. 
<laughs> so, so do you, do, were your parents like, girl, girl, girl? All right, one last shot. One shot's probably not the best word to use. <laughs> one last, last try <laughs> to get a to get a, a little man, and then holy shit, twins. I don't think it was even a girl boy thing. I think it was because we were three, and. Yeah, maybe they just wanted another one. Um, well, well, three is 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 sometimes a sort of tricky number in terms of sort of everybody getting along is usually a, a sort of a two against one and everything. Yeah, yeah. so I think that they were decided that they were going to have another one, and, yeah. and then one became two. <laughs> as that's so funny. Do. Yeah, so. funny, but oh man, that would freak me out. <laughs> well, no, but imagine like you, you're planning for one kid, and then they're like surprise. Well, they were already technically, I guess going to be up to four yeah so is there a big difference between four and five i don't know yeah. but potentially i i don't have any so <laughs> but once you have four maybe five i don't know yeah once you go from three kids to four that's a car upgrade oh no we didn't car upgrade i just <laughs> maybe we, we got a estate oh yeah we were in the boot yeah this was pre-seatbelts era so oh, yeah we, so um, do you call it a boot in the uk yeah yeah okay cool yeah. So um, family holidays were camping, so we had all the tents and stuff in the back, um, and then either depend, yeah, depending on there was either one or two of us then in the boot, and then three, <laughs> three in the back seat. <laughs> we, we were crammed right in there for, for days. We were driving for days. For days we were driving, um, and there would be like, well, when we were a bit older, we were going to France. Otherwise, like when we were younger, we were holidaying and camping in the UK. Um, but yeah, I just remember in France there was there's just like baguette crumbs all over the car. Brilliant. Yeah, parents have never been too worried about uh, yeah the state of crumbs in the car. It's not been a big deal. I love it. So did you guys have a pretty um, outdoorsy kind of childhood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but my, I think my parents, yeah, my parents met um, when they were doing their postgrad um, teaching qualification in outdoor education. Um, so <laughs> doesn't get so, much more so, outdoorsy. So they were that. quite outdoorsy, you might say. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, my mum was was sort of quite in, very into caving. Um, oh, well, they did so they did cool. everything. Um, my dad was more, I think, sort of kayaking and um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they did everything. Um, yeah. But my dad is a tall guy, big guy. He's like six foot six, and um, <laughs> potholing and caving is probably not gonna be his forte my mum is like potholing potholing yeah it's, it's like caving um oh, yes yeah. in australia pothole is a hole in the road oh yeah annoying. same in the uk but um <laughs> i don't know why it's called potholing good chat mm. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> see i did say i'm not very good at telling stories <laughs> you're doing so, just fine thanks <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so yeah my mum five foot six much smaller um, petite um, and much better at squirming into small caves and stuff than my dad. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Was it ever, I don't know if you can have elite potholers, but was it ever to a, an elite level or they just I enjoyed it? Uh, no, it's it's a exploration kind of yeah. ac- adventurous activity, Yeah, I think. for Yeah, there's quite a lot of, Britain being an island, there's a lot of coastlines, there's a lot of, yeah. um, well, and limestone rock, which leads to quite a lot of <laughs> caves and water okay. water sort of um created caves and things so um yeah there's a lot of quite quite a lot of caves in the uk but where, where yeah. did you grow up 
In the UK, in mid Wales. Oh, oh, you're Welsh. Yes. I did know that. My grandma's Welsh. Oh, really? Yeah. From where? Do you know? Uh, (laughs) Wales. Wales. Naturally. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember uh, she would have, because it's a dragon, right, on the flag? Uh So we grew up with dragons. Not really. (laughs) That's a good story. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you about our dragon called Pete. Is that a real story or are you just making it up? No. I'm like, eyes wide open. <laughs> Once upon a time. No, Puff. In a Puff. land far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Puff the magic dragon? You know Puff the magic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that meant to be about marijuana or something? You don't want me to sing it, do you? A little bit. Yes, we were just discussing before how there, there seems to be a theme in these podcasts that people like to sing. So sing Puff the magic dragon. Go. Oh, I know, you stage fright. Two, I, three, I can, no. <laughs> Puff the magic dragon, live by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Honolulu. You're actually a pretty good singer. Whoa. I, <laughs> do you know, I nearly, yeah, before I started singing, I thought, shall I say this? And then I thought, no, 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 because your singing might be terrible, which clearly it is anyway but I was in choir in in secondary school <laughs> so and the reason I was in choir was not because of any kind of singing ability on my part but because my friend Kellyanne um, was the granddaughter of the head music teacher at the secondary school and well she could sing um, and I was friends with her so I went to choir with Kellyanne Great story. Did you have to do any solos? Um, when we we had to audition for choir, and we yeah we had to sing solo for the audition. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I think um, there were people who sang solos in the in the choir. So sometimes the song will require yeah. a solo part. That was never me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I I tried to blend as much right. as possible. Yeah. Backup dancer. I, I sang alto. It was a girls' choir. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was a mixed school, but it was a girls' choir. Really? Um, and, uh, yeah, I sang alto. Uh, how Low. many years were in the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, how many years were you in the choir for? Uh, I think three, four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I do think... Oh, maybe Did I shout that? Um, I do think if you don't practice, if you don't keep singing, um, your voice changes, definitely. Um, and, um, yeah, and I, th- I, th- I think that you need to keep singing and singing properly if you yeah. are to sort of hold on to any kind of singing voice. Um, it's like training. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> very much. You have to train your voice. Well, absolutely. you do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you actually yeah. sang quite well. Tangent. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I was, I was quite relieved, actually. <laughs> I joined in and ruined it. Don't, but, but yeah. I Singing on a podcast is quite risky, isn't it? It's very risky. <laughs> it, the, I'm watching the computer a, as we go and it, yeah. It, like it, hearts came up and everything. Totally. It, it, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Musical notes started dancing across the screen oh, in recognition of the fact that I was singing. Absolutely. It's great software. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's gotten really dark. There, I'm was, gonna there were thumbs the up on. and everything. Yeah, yeah. Do you Are you going to pause? Do you want to sing? No, just sing a little song while I go turn the light on. Uh, you see, I can't just... What was uh, one of the choir songs? Actually, the bizarre, you can go and turn the light on. I can talk and sing. Okay. If, you, if you do it really quickly. Ready, uh, go. go. So, actually, I was in this random story. Um, 
the toilets at an airport somewhere recently, so it might even have been LA, and they were it was it was a choral song on in the in the bathrooms, and it was a what song? A choral, like Co- um, like choir. <laughs> yes, chorus. Yes, <laughs> choral. Choral. Um, I assume that's what it means. <laughs> Anyway, it was a song that we used to sing in choir, and it was um, Funiculi Funicular, <gasps> which is about... La, 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 Funiculi <laughs> Funicular. How do you know it? Were you in choir? Or does everybody know it? No, I... I don't think I would have known that song if I wasn't in choir. Yeah, but I was... Um, I played in bands listen, and stuff, listen, so. listen, And it was... It, yeah, it just took me back um, whilst uh, I was going to the bathroom. Weird song to have in a toilet. It was quite a weird song to have in a toilet, but there we go. Yeah. It's also, I think in Australia, it's an ad for tomato paste oh. like, or um, like pasta sauce. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Legos, good, good Legos, la, la, da, da, da. <laughs> The branding is working. Yeah. <laughs> the adverts That was are an working. unpaid yeah. endorsement. Yeah. Maybe it's, yeah, if they've been playing like Handel's Messiah or something and Allelu- Alleluia's were coming out um, whilst you're on the toilet, that would be a bit weird too. <laughs> What's Handel's Messiah? What did you call it? Yeah, that's like... By Handel, um, and the, I don't know if it's even called Messiah. Yeah, I'm sure it's Handel's Messiah. It's like um, lots of alleluias and um, very, very big dynamic um, uh, yep. song. Yeah, it's great. Always sung. Do you like the theatre musicals? Um, I've been to a few. Um, I, yes and no. Yeah, oh. I sort of not grew out of them, but I went to a few, really enjoyed them, and I could never just put on a CD of musical music. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... And there was a time, yeah, probably when I would have done, and but yeah, not so much recently. Yeah, in the last decade or so. Fair enough. Yeah. I, it's I've I've had this conversation a, a fair bit lately with just my friends and stuff. I love the theatre, mm-hmm. love musicals. I've not seen Les Mis, but I listened to the double CD when my mum saw it in LA or something when I was in year eleven. Yeah. And we had this really, you know, those old school stereo surrounds, like really old school. Yeah. And I'd throw the CD in there and just crank it. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so weird. Along. Well, it, it, it's funny you should say Leave Me Is because my brother, um, when he moved to London, it, again, never been to the theatre. Um, yeah. wasn't something that we did sort of yeah. growing up in mid Wales. <laughs> um, so, it, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to go and do London things. And one of, of the course. great things about London, you know, many theatres. And um, obviously Leave Me Is is one of the big sort of ones to, to see so I think he did he go on date night or um him and his wife went to say see Les Mis but he didn't really know the story I didn't know uh, just knew that it was a, a, a big one and a good one to go and see and they'd managed yeah. to get some some tickets um I think he was quite surprised <laughs> how um <laughs> how Les Mis it was yeah. <laughs> um, intense it's, it's not a cheerful one <laughs> to go and yeah. see it's not like going to watch um uh I don't know fame or yeah. um yeah oliver yeah. or something um, yeah i was gonna say cheerful but oliver's not particularly no. cheerful either I but it's, it's more oliver. upbeat so you fell asleep well, i think oliver was the first musical actually i went to go and see oh really yeah. yeah yeah i saw it uh it was not long after i moved from tassie to melbourne and cultural hub <laughs> what cultural hub absolutely <laughs> to the big smoke yeah. Um, and my mum had come over to visit and we'd gone and had some drinks with my new friends that I'd made in Melbourne. So I had to introduce my mum to my new friends and had one too many red wines and was, you know, had been busy training and everything all week. And it was because on a Friday night and I fell asleep in the middle of Oliver. <laughs> so much so that 
mum and I both went back again the next night to watch it. <laughs> Let's go see it. And had your mum fallen asleep? Or she just really enjoyed it, so just quite happy to go and see it again. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Well done, mum. Yeah. yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Back, this is before I worked in triathlon and actually had money and could go to the theatre two well, nights in well, a row. <laughs> well, we had real jobs yeah. that paid us money. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, she came over again recently from because my entire family is still in Tassie and we went and saw uh, The Bodyguard, which is not – it's not like a massive theatre production like The Phantom or Les Mis or Oliver yeah. or anything. But it was, it was quite enjoyable. It was actually just like um, a – all of Whitney Houston's greatest hits sung by a very and good singer. And who doesn't love Whitney Houston's Ex- greatest hits? Exactly. Who doesn't? Exactly. So at the very end, so they used all of her songs, right, obviously, and they used different songs uh, to the movies just to help tell the story a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. And then the it's it's all finished and then they do their, um, I was going to say entree. It's the, um, <laughs> what do you call it? They've bowed and everything. Encore. Encore. <laughs> I was thinking overture as well. No, that's the wrong word also. <laughs> so they're doing the encore. And the song that they s- – oh, now I'm going to forget what it was. The song was um, I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yeah. It says it in the title what they want you to do. They want you to dance. And then, you know, they're – With somebody. <laughs> yeah. Don't you dare do it by yourself. Yeah. Grab somebody. So, that you know, they're lifting up their arms saying, everyone get up and dance. So, of course, I do. Yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, Stone Cold Sober. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, just anyway. So I've got up and danced and my mum is pulling at my top to get me to, because no one else is up dancing. And I, I didn't give a shit. Then the lady next to me who had her daughter next to her. So we're all kind of like same age, daughter, same uh-huh. age as me and everything. She gets up and her daughter's trying to get her <laughs> to sit down. So I put my arm around her and I'm like, no, nah, you're my new best that. friend. Because yeah. <laughs> I figure they, they're telling us to get up. It's disrespectful not. Like they would love to see us having of a great course. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine if you won when you win and I You have started talking about <laughs> triathlon, but you saying that, you, you're saying about disrespectful. Um, in fact, I don't even. I, I'm preempting what you're going to say, but I don't Go even think it. it's about winning because in, I think the yeah, last, true. certainly the last few races or um, I wasn't as probably aware of it um, in my first races, but I think by the time you get to the finishing shoot, all those people that have been out, not all day, not necessarily cheering for you, but supporting somebody, they don't give a damn if you haven't had the best day of your yeah. life. If you're not ecstatic about your time or you know they've been out there supporting you all day they don't want to see you cross the line like little miss misery face (laughs) so i think you know you have and also as a professional you're um you know let it go if you haven't had the best day of your life you're now at the finish line so celebrate it you know um and and help other people celebrate it you know they're they're delighted for you they don't know what kind of a day you've had or you know whether it's brilliant or not brilliant but uh, yeah like marching up the finish line finishing shoot just miserable and so yeah but certainly the last few finish lines or i've been 
trying to do. Um, not trying to do that makes sense like I'm making a real effort but just 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 try and be like sort of consciously aware that actually it okay you don't have to be like giddy like doing the whole I won this thing yeah if you didn't win (laughs) that's a little silly um but no but I've but I've seen some people as well celebrating like they did win and I'm like oh I feel awkward about that yeah right (laughs) um but yeah, at least you know, smile and wave, and yeah. you know, have you know, clap some hands and high fives yeah. and stuff. Because yeah, they yeah, like I say, they don't care if you've had a tough day or you know, it wasn't your best time or yeah, just celebrate, enjoy it, and yeah. um, and help them <laughs> enjoy it a little bit. Totally. You know, that's you know, you've had all nine hours focusing on yourself. At least you know, yeah. help, oh, help you know, you, you, whatever, you, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nine and a, yeah, it doesn't mean, well, I can't remember what I just did in a nine hour race, nine and a half, ten, blah, 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 um, yeah, you can afford to, like, show a little yeah. enthusiasm, I think, in the finishing shoot, yeah. and, um, yeah, in, enjoy and help other people enjoy being there, so, do, do yeah. you go down to the finishing line for, you know, like, the 16th hour and stuff, if, if I've if won, won? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. If, if I've won, um, yeah. I think, I think that's, important i think yeah. it's part of not responsibility that sounds really dull but i think it's a really nice thing to to be able to do i think it's a privilege as well to be able to yeah. go and and hand out medals and um congratulate I think it is a responsibility on, by the way I, yeah. I i think it is as a professional athlete yeah. you know I, I think that's all part and parcel of putting yourself out there and being a pro and everything yeah i, I think and yeah. and and yeah making yourself approachable and yeah. and uh, you know helping other people celebrate what yeah. they've achieved yeah. and um, yeah, no, I can I go with that. Yeah. Does, does a part of you, I've always thought about this, does a part of you as a professional athlete wish that you guys started later so that you, because, you know, especially here in Kona, the 16th hour to the 17th hour or, you know, the last bit, everyone is down there and it is pumping. It's like a nightclub. Yeah. Does a part of you just go, oh, man, I wish we could finish now. <laughs> yeah. how cool Way more be? people care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, super no, cool. I, I, I must admit, I, like, I've not always gone to the finish line if I've finished down the rankings. Um, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I must admit, I've been uh, in, in the pain place and just ju- yeah, just cool. trying to recover, which again, yeah. I think is a, a very dull professional thing to have to do. Um, but you do actually want to be able to recover as quickly as possible. And uh, yeah, of course, clearly yeah. staying up till one a.m jumping and like you say pumping around the finish line <laughs> is not going to help your recovery <laughs> so much um so yeah and i've definitely made a point of doing it if i've if i've won but if i've been down the rankings then generally i'll be yeah yeah i'll go down there later on but maybe not completely you know as late as yeah the midnight hour yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so dull just saying it <laughs> it's midnight <laughs> i have to be in bed <laughs> Hey, she's so much fun we're back on triathlon yeah so we're gonna bump off triathlon because you never answered about your husband (laughs) what was the question i don't think i actually asked a question but you need need to tell because you told me today and just give me a very summarized version of what he does because it's super cool i can tell you some of the cool stuff that he's done not not just work related as well so so do that and you keep talking because now my laptop's about to run out of battery. So I just need plug to get cord in. to plug it in. Yeah. And I'm going to leave you talking to the fine wits up folk who are listening. Yeah. Um, you think you can hold the stage for 
30 seconds? Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, I'll be rabbiting on about Rob for the next half hour if you let me. (laughs) He's so wonderful. (laughs) No, no, he is. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I I, I don't know how much Rob would would want me to say um, about his his history, (laughs) but I'll try and keep it brief. And uh, No, so, well, I think he's pretty amazing, and I think his his story is really interesting. Um, So he left school at 15, 16, and... um, Sort of as, as as soon as yeah as as soon as he could or should or could um, or was I don't yeah no I don't think he was kicked out of school <laughs> that might be a little harsh <laughs> that was a little harsh um, but anyway so I went went to work in a quarry because that's what you did you go and go and find work so he worked in a quarry and was um, uh, trained as a stonemason as apprenticeship um, so worked there for a number of years then joined the navy then. Um, traveled around with the navy um and came out of the navy and did some other jobs um and <laughs> that's really summer did some other jobs <laughs> i won't give you the whole blah blah but, blah, blah. blah 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 um but it's always back, always way. been really sort of uh, yeah outdoorsy himself so i was always doing a lot of fell running and um been fit um and he yeah, down the line, um, joined, joined, um, signed up for a race. Um, bearing in mind he he never skied or you know didn't come from like a, a, a sort of a wealthy skiing family or about as far from that as you can imagine. Um, but signed up um, to do a, a race that skied basically to the North Pole. Um, so <gasps> decided that that was. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I think actually there's just an orb. It's like a sort of a little statue orb thing. And yeah, I don't think Santa was actually there. Orb um, is a really funny word. Orb. 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 Orbit. Orbital. Um, <laughs> let's sound, say, say some other words related to orb. Um, so yeah, basically, so, you know, I'd, I'd seen this and just thought, yeah, I need I need to be doing stuff like this in my life. Um, and went and learned to ski and then skied to the North Pole. Um, and so did that. Um, he's done ultra running races, so ultra tour de Mont Blanc and um, uh, Transalp. He's done done that a couple of times, a few times. He would say, <laughs> I'll say a couple. He'll get he'll correct me and go. A few. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, just um, yeah, really interesting and very adventurous. And uh, basically, I I went to watch him do. Oh, I'm back on triathlon. I went to watch him do Ironman Zurich. Um, and just kind of thought, oh, what is this Iron Man? So, um, oh, so basically, he got you so into triathlon. He got me into triathlon, yes. No way. Um, and then he, all along, he's been the one that sort of said, actually, you're you're pretty good at this, so um, you should you should try really hard and see how good you can be. <laughs> if that's not oversimplifying mm. it, but yeah, has always been like super encouraging. Um, like I would never, I would never, in a million years, have have thought that this was me but off triathlon again back to him um and off me (laughs) um yeah so so he's always looking for the next sort of adventure and uh the next next fun race or something that he can do so yeah yeah cool Mm. quickly tell everyone what he does for a job well what if i get it wrong (laughs) and he's like that's not what i do (laughs) yep oh okay yeah, no, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course what? I know what he does. <laughs> so earlier, so so he spent a lot of time, um, uh, was it even last year or the year before, um, working um, for World Health Organization, the UN, um, on the Ebola response. So um, spent nearly all year, um, yeah, working to sort of coordinate aid 
and try and uh, help those who needed it. And um, earlier this year, he was in Yemen. Um, there's a cholera outbreak, so they were trying to work out, um, yeah, what aid was needed, how to get aid, where yeah. where it was needed. Um, so he does emergency response work for the UN. So, so that's again not your average sort of nine to five. No employment. It's bad. <laughs> All, when you were telling me about it today, all I could think about was the the um, script of a movie, you know, like the, the zombie apocalyptic <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, and he he's the man that comes in and is like, right, army, do this. Navy, do this. Oh, mate, do this. <laughs> that's what he tells me anyway. <laughs> and I tell everybody that's what he does. <laughs> and then, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. So um, I don't know. How much he tells the army and navy what to do. Um, when actually, I love it. Um, get in so much trouble. There was was it? Oh no, I really should know. Um, again, one of those poor storytelling abilities. Um, Hurricane Philippines, perhaps. Um, yeah, so he was on a navy warship, basically, um, sort of travelling along the coast to try and visit different areas and sort of taking taking helicopter rides um <laughs> to basically evaluate what oh, what was needed um in terms of aid and um what the humanitarian response could be or should be um to help those who needed it basically wow yeah so yeah he didn't exactly commandeer a, a, <laughs> a warship but uh, he was driving we, we can the, tell it like that if dri- you like he was if driving it, the ship it makes a good story yeah, yeah. captain oh captain captain holden <laughs> <laughs> Captain, no, Captain. If you could do that in pilot speak. <laughs> uh, Captain, no, Captain. <laughs> Thumbs up. Oh, man. We've been going for an hour. Right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I, I tend to you... think that podcasts shouldn't be too long, but it's your podcast. Don't let me tell you when to wrap it up. I can keep talking. Telling me it's what fine. to do. Unbelievable. Blah, 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 blah. So would you be bored by now? Me. Listening to your pod- this podcast? Well, I ooh, no, not if I'm on the turbo. <laughs> <laughs> the longer the podcast, the better. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is when I tend to listen to most podcasts. So I think um, people chunk their time, don't they? And they tend to chunk it into 15 minutes, half an hour and hour time slots. And if something goes over an hour, well, then you need to go into like a 90 minute sort of time slot. <laughs> Are you talking about like time slots for training or just, just time slots in? No, people's day. Yeah, okay. like this get like everything is scheduled now so like people wouldn't say oh let's meet at 10 past two or five past two <laughs> they would no it's exactly yeah. they would say let's meet at two o'clock or 2 yeah. 15 it's it's chunked into sort of 15 minute time slots and uh, slight sideways story but if i not s- interested no <laughs> <laughs> this is my sad face <laughs> it's probably not even an interesting story this is yeah. oh, um when i said on the uh I, I sometimes i can yeah i it, it, when i set my alarm for the morning it's it's not at a five minute interval so it's like at 702 or 549 or um because we, because I just, I know it's just ridiculous. That's my own little uh, rebellion against yeah. like fitting into five minute time slots. <laughs> but no, it just makes me I laugh at night when I set my alarm and it's like yeah, five fifty one or something. It's just you wouldn't, would you? But so I do. Yeah. So there, everybody. No, no, no. I actually, I quite like that. Yeah, we just. It's so Screw easy. Just yeah. Just, just go off grid, man. Just yeah, out of those time slots. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, time slots, um, podcasts. Yeah, people like to chunk their time and like they might. 
I'm, yeah, this is ridiculous. Who does ironing for an hour? Not me. But they might say, right, I need to spend an hour doing, I don't know, cleaning the house and listening to podcasts at the same time or something like that. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't. I just put the podcast podcast on whenever I get a chance. And you'll stop in the middle of a podcast? If I have to. Yeah. Yeah. If needs must. If the ironing's well, done. <laughs> as if I iron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know why I chose ironing as an example. It's really not something I do. Brett Brady irons. Brett irons and cooks and cleans and... Does he have to wear a shirt? Oh, he's a chef, so he has to wear chef, proper chef. Ironed. Uh, yep. Chef White's ironed. Because every yeah. Sunday we have to be home by a certain t- time, so 3.43... Look <laughs> at you going so going crazy there. At control. Yeah, so he can do his ironing for the week. When weekend. you're setting your alarm now, you're just going to be having. <laughs> I will do it now. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Just provides like a little bit of entertainment do, twice a day. Do you have any other. Uh, uh, we wouldn't call that OCD, but. Quirks. Um, idiosyncrasy, <laughs> I guess I'd call that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Do you have any other idiosyncrasies? I probably have lots, but I'm, I maybe I'm not aware of them or yeah, um, yeah. I'm very routine as as yeah. a, again part of being an athlete has made I've become a lot more routine than I think I was before. Yeah. Um, right. So so now <laughs> I just try whenever I do something that's routine, but I try and break it. Um, that's for me. That's I know it's so dull. Sticking it to the it's man. <laughs> absolutely. It's like not buying the same socks as I bought last time. <laughs> Just crazy. Oh, we've learned so much about you. Oh gosh, I'm so dull. Like I said, my friends are way more interesting than I am. I'd like to say that I was. We could finish it on a high, but hey. Buying I brought up my socks. So yeah. <laughs> we can keep talking. I must find something. Any other idiosyncrasies? Um, yeah, no, I don't. Not no, that you're aware of. Not, that, not yeah. that I can think of right now. Oh, give yeah. me a call. Let me know. Yeah. Because I'm really Well, interested. Rob comes in next week, so maybe you could. Well, <laughs> I maybe, you. You can, maybe you can put him on a podcast. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we do. I do want to do a supportive dude yeah. podcast. Uh, well, have a guy on there. But I really need to the first supportive dude that we have. Like it's, they've got to be t- they've got, got to be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've got to be entertaining. But have you met you met him? You met him in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not saying he's not entertaining. No, no, no. no I'm just I was that was a, a kind of like have you met him? Yeah. You've met not an accusing. You met him in Melbourne. You must know he's entertaining. <laughs> Why have you not signed him up yet? <laughs> <laughs> but the first time we have a guy like that's a big call. Yeah. To, so the first guy has got to be someone pretty special. No pressure. So I wonder what, yeah, I have to think about Maybe it. Maybe you could do a few and then like, it's like an audition, but oh, don't tell yes. them. And then just pick the one that you think is the most entertaining and they get to go first. Do you know, so just speaking of that, I always feel really bad if I do, so say if I've filmed you today and I don't use it, ends up on the cutting room floor or whatever. I always feel, but I always feel really Guilty. So every time I do something, I have to make sure we put it. But in the real world, and when I say real world, I mean the world outside of triathlon. But <gasps> uh, like you look at the big magazines or the big um, TV shows, news sh- shows or whatever, they would uh, do a lot of interviews, a lot of content that will never make yeah. the magazine or that TV show. But I always feel so bad if, you know, I've, 
if this podcast never gets yeah, never goes, goes live, goes <laughs> I'll be waiting for it, sending emails. Steph, when are you going to put up that yeah. podcast? And you're like, oh, soon. <laughs> you just weren't that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll blame it on technology. Oh, it just didn't work. Oh, I just I lost it all. Yeah. Pictures and everything. See, a couple of years ago, when I was going back home from Kona, I lost my entire external hard drive, so I lost all of my stuff. So now I carry a couple of extra <laughs> hard drives. I back up everything. Yeah. Are so you a cloud? Do you back up on cloud? No. No. Well, but I'm. St- uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. This is more important to Rob than it is to me, since I still have an ancient phone laptop oh that's um, right but yeah i think we, yeah. 2g um, 2g doesn't exist in hawaii anymore people it's i gone. think you're actually one gone. f that's how far behind hang on efg yeah i had a puzzled face for like a nanosecond there until you started to explain yourself <laughs> <laughs> anyway um where were we? i don't know i think it's yeah. time to wrap oh it up. backups yeah oh, yes. so yeah, so yeah. yeah but well yeah but again we can't our internet is so terrible where we live in France that you just can't have cloud backup because it just takes uh, so long to do anything. So everything is hard drive. But yeah, again, okay. that's not a bad thing. It's got, you know, it's got No its one own. understands the cloud fully anyway. <laughs> it's still high risk, right? It's totally, yeah. <laughs> I've no idea. I don't know. We, sh- we should, I shouldn't be talking about technology. <laughs> no, you really shouldn't. I saw the phone that you've got today and it's, it's no. a great phone. I just need the new version. <laughs> I won't tell you how many versions ahead of that is of the one that I've got. Oh my God. Mm. Basically, your phone is being phased out across the globe. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'll find it works just fine in Europe. And in fact, mainland United States, it worked fine in Miami last year. (laughs) Last year? (laughs) Last year. Yeah, so 12 months ago. Technology changes pretty quick. Yeah, it's way older than one year, this phone. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go, folks. If if you want to contact Corinne... Send her a letter or a postcard. Send her a postcard. (laughs) She might respond. Uh, brilliant. How's Thanks. your cursive right? No, no, no. Okay. We've got to shut this down. Thanks, Steph. Stop talking shit. It's been shit. really nice to talk shit and not about triathlon all the time. So yeah. It's refreshing, Super isn't cool. it? Yes, it is. Not as refreshing as your beer, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been good. Thank you very much. I do appreciate your time. It's been great. Bye. Peace out. Ciao. Ciao. Oh, ciao. So fancy. Ciao. <laughs> hey, wait, what's, what is it in French? I was like, I know this one, I know this one. Because <laughs> no, when I was in Morzine, I think I've told this story before. Morzine. When I was in Morzine. 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 What? Well, you said Morzine. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Morzine. 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 <laughs> <laughs> anyway, when you were there, <laughs> tell the story. Do you say Avoria or Avorias? I don't. Just don't say it. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you go higher up from Morzine. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> that place. Yeah. So I was at Geneva Airport. Did I say that right? I think so. Yeah. Airport. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've been working on my French so well, so well, so much. <laughs> English I struggle with. Um, and went to the like x-ray scanner person. And I was like, bonjour. I thought that was pretty good. And she's like, are you English? <laughs> I was gutted. <laughs> Nice try. What, yeah. Was that good? Bonjour. Mm, oh, I, <laughs> what was wrong with it? Well, it sounded quite English. <laughs> you say I'm it. Not, no, because my accent isn't any better, probably. He- uh, bonjour. Oh, bonjour. you've got the little... Bonjour. Bonjour. 
I can hear all the French people now just going, oh my God, he's terrible. I'm pretty sure we've got a really large Wrap it up, wrap it up quickly. Okay, we're going to go because I need to eat. You need to go and sleep and prepare for the biggest day of the year. Year, year, year. Thanks, dude. Cheers. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Throw it in there once more. Ciao.